at this point, at this juncture, I reckon that Danny Goffey, ex-drummer for Supergrass, and not the main man of Supergrass, that would be Gaz Coombs, wouldn't it? I reckon Danny Goffey has produced a more interesting album than the last one that Danny Goffey produced. Danny Goffey's last album was called Turn the Car Around. I thought it had some interesting stuff in it, but it wasn't really pushing against what might be expected as much as this album from Danny Goffey. I mean, even by the title, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll see that it's a bit different because it's called Brian Moon's Disco Punk. Just great. I mean, what? <laughs> Moon with an E on it, by the way. Yeah. And it, it really does have some ex- well, excellent and extraordinary, considering the way that the charts always beckon, don't they? And the radio always beckons. So considering the way that does beckon, I think it's great that he's kind of turned his back on it and said, not looking for that. And by doing that, he'll probably find that he will get that. So there's quite a lot of early 80s brittle funk on this. From you know, other kind of CBGBs, another kind of almost chart weight. Now, you've got quite a lot of both of those type of brittle funk in indie at the moment. So you do have, I mean, look at Chromio, you know, you do have that. I mean, they're in soul and funk, but you do have that feel. And you also have that feel with the Go team, and you have that feel with um, of that kind of talking head stuff as well. That kind of looking over your shoulder, funk. I mean, everybody on drugs is an indie rock pusher. It's um, it's 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 almost yobbish, but with a real wink, and I I love it. You've also you've got all dressed up, which has that again that brittle earlys early 80s funk, um, but with a sudden, big, important Roxy Music type synth feel, which just suddenly bursts in. The vocal's narrative, it's a little bit, little bit geezer, it's a little bit cockney, but it's got 80s punk in it as well. And then when you get to disco punk, the track itself, it's the best thing here. It's just lovely because you've got bratty, brittle, talking heads, sticky floor CBGBs, B-52s, and it melds together wonderfully. It's got a great groove. You can really, I would defy people not to nod their heads to it, at least, even if they feel they don't want to get up and cavort around the living room. I lost my girl to a fairground worker. I lost my girl to a fairground worker. It's not that song. It's a bit of squeeze in there. They are pulling muscles from a shell. There is a bit of of a nice kind of nod to that, but... It's a bit too stereophonics, in my view. Looking after number one, though, has a very easy pop indie feel, and that would be good enough if it wasn't for some Beach Boys-type harmonies at the back of this. Wonderful. And back into the water, off-kilter Ian Jury and the Blockheads, mainly the Blockheads-type guitar, but with a bit of kind of almost skanking supergrass in there. There is... There is nothing wrong with that. Flea Market Woman conforms. It's easy to hear. It's easy to enjoy, but you can you can hear it a lot in other things. And it's when he starts to 
or when he decides to do something different with hardly any constraints, that this really, really wins. And it does win. This is great. And for me personally, Gaz Coombs' album pales into comparison. Or pales in comparison. If we are doing that comparison, which we might not be, but people like me can't help but doing. And I'd rather spend time with this. I'd rather spend time at the disco with this punk than elsewhere. See what I mean? Ta-ta.